of people grow crops here but in a uh, foreign did you find it uh, difficult to uh, cre- create the mentality and awareness in people uh, because of not having so much variety in there yeah yeah and i'm glad you brought that up because uh, you know one of the biggest questions that i would get asked growing up in a in, in a western society was um do you you must not get enough protein because you don't eat meat or you must not be getting proper nutrition because you don't eat meat and you know and and those thoughts never crossed my mind i never felt weak or i never felt um tired or or like malnourished in any way and those are just questions like like you said that don't exist in india like in india if you say that you're vegetarian or or that you don't eat any meat people don't immediately hit you with oh you must be protein deficient so yeah. um to a certain extent i i i do believe that there is awareness lacking still i mean i know it's 2020 but there still is awareness lacking in the western world um about um about the benefits and you know the truth about not eating meat but um i feel fortunate to to live in san francisco in such a metropolitan area where um these thoughts and ideas are constantly evolving um and there's new innovations being brought in and more awareness that's being created yeah okay ma'am so if you ma'am uh, you mentioned about the protein so i would like to ask uh, if uh, someone's uh, like in bodybuilding or uh, building a muscle so they need protein so they uh, is, is the vegetarian diet is enough is it enough to get enough protein for them oh absolutely absolutely there's no doubt about it and even going one step further from vegetarian to vegan because um Uh, I, I'm vegan, so I don't eat any. Um, I, I have stopped eating um, uh, all animal products, so um, eggs and um, and dairy. Um, and there is absolutely way there's there's way too much protein in everything. Like there is um, there's no doubt that if you eat um, your vegetables and your grains and your and your beans and your nuts and your seeds, there is no way that you're not going to be getting enough protein. And that's one of the things that that's such a huge misconception is that you so there's something called the EAR the estimated um average requirement for um for per protein and what that study actually found in the United States was people require uh, 0.5 grams of protein per kilogram of body weight and when they took that up to two standard deviations that number actually went up to 0.8 kilogram uh 0.8 grams excuse me of protein per kilogram of body weight and a lot of people make the mistake of thinking that that 0.8 grams per kilo- kilogram is the minimum but actually it's the maximum for over 97% of the population because it's already taken two standard deviations um worth of data into consideration so more people are actually consuming more protein than they need um so protein is actually the wrong thing to be focusing on even even for for bodybuilders you know unless you are in the top 3% of elite elite athletes that might fall above you know the 97% of the general percent i was just saying that um unless you are in the top 3% of elite athletes and i'm talking like olympic level like really really out of the ballpark incredibly into fitness um unless you are you fall into that category which the vast majority of us do not you do not need to be eating you know some people are eating 
two grams of protein per kilogram of body weight, which is a ridiculous, ridiculous amount, even for a bodybuilder. That's that's uh, crazy. Ma'am, uh, here's my next concern: is as as we are evolving ahead, uh, for more profit and for more growth, most farmers are like using the chemicals in 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 crops or in fruit. So what's what's happening? Is, uh, it, it's leading to many diseases mm-hmm. like cancers and mm-hmm. blood cancers. It's happening. So how 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 do you uh, like to uh, give a give a hold on this scenario? Like uh, how can a a vegan person uh, can still live a healthy life with all of this happening? Like chemicals are getting added in crops and all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, th- that's a really great question. Um, one of the most important things that I like to look out for is organic food, organically grown um, vegetables, and not just organically grown vegetables. I like to look for um, like organic farms where the entire farm is organic, because actually what happens, and not a lot of people know this, um, what happens in a lot of farms is they'll have a non-organic section, and then they'll have an organic section and they will spray the non-organic section um, section with pesticides, but like wind or whatever, the elements will actually carry over some of the pesticides over onto the organic stuff. So I like to, um, so, so the organic stuff is passed off as organic, but it actually does, you know, contain traces of pesticide because it's been sprayed so closely next to the non-organic stuff. So I like to buy stuff from, you know, fully organic farms. Um, I also like to grow my own stuff. Um, I know my, my mother has a, has a really lovely garden. Um, and so uh, we grow a, a lot of our own, um, uh, a lot of our own citrus and green so, apples. Uh, do, and, you, do you have um, any farm or yeah. do you grow uh, in, some, uh, in some kind of, uh, like what you can say on terrace or in gardens? Oh, my, my mother has oh, a backyard, so she, she grows some of the stuff in the uh, So, ma'am, uh, from now, uh, you also do blogging, so uh, I like to shift the questions to there. Uh, what's, your, what's your idea of happiness, ma'am? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow, my idea of happiness. So, personally, happiness for me you know um hmm, my idea of happiness is if we all live in a um a cruelty-free world where you know where all life is respected and you know and um no one or nothing is killed in order to um you know in, in in order for us to exploit um, that's really my idea of happiness is where, you know, we reach a state in our society where we learn to um, respect all living things as having the right to live and we leave them alone. And yeah, um, I know it's a pretty ideal situation that I just described and something that we're not really that close to doing right now. But I really do think that that will create not only a cruelty free world, but also a more disease free world. I mean, yeah. Most of the, a lot of the diseases, most of the, you know, coronavirus. I mean, we're we're living in a in a scenario where the exploitation of animals has led us into a global state of emergency. And I really, really do think 
I really do believe that if we shift our lifestyle into a more cruelty-free world, we will all be a lot more happy. The animals and the planet will really thank us. And I think that's my um, ideal version of my ideal um, ma'am, uh, here's world. A funny Let's talk about the uh, ideal situation, ma'am. Uh, if you are the leader of the world for like next one year, what what five decisions w- w- would would you, would you like to take to see the world? <laughs> interesting question wow that so wow that that's quite a loaded question um i think the first thing that i would do is i would um ban factory farming uh i would ideally ban factory farming for you know multiple reasons and i think some of these reasons would uh, would um tie into some of the other things that i would imp- implement some of those other five things um but you know but for one it would um really create a um a more sustainable world so all the crops and all the um uh land and emissions given by livestock um you know poultry and 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 pigs and cows um that would all be taken away um if factory farming ended um we would be able to use the the land that cows take for grazing to raise more crops for um uh raise more crops for you know literally ending world hunger i mean i really do think that going vegan is is one of the best things that someone can do in order for you know human rights right um we have such a food shortage in the world but the food shortage could literally be eliminated if we didn't have um if we li- if we didn't have um factory farming growing crops to feed animals instead of growing crops to feed human beings and also um if you can also look at it from the human rights perspective of you know the slaughterhouse workers who are paid less than minimum wage to you know expose themselves to diseases and um and other unsanitary conditions uh, of the slaughterhouse so i really think that eliminating um you know factory farming really takes care of a lot of the issues that we are so worried about today in this world. Yes. Yeah. Um, uh so ma'am uh, as i'm saying uh, as in the interstellar movie as they show at the world of ends uh they the all organizations and the world stops uh, in stop innovating technology and all of things and they start growing more and more crops. So do you think as we are evolving in 2020 2030 2040 so the world the leaders and the organization should focus on growing more crops uh, stops uh, focusing on money and the other things the industrial revolutions and really start focusing on feeding children feeding more people because i think uh, many people are out there are not getting one meal even per day mhm yeah yeah so that's that's a really good question so i would say Yes, we should focus our efforts on growing more crops, but there's a little caveat. That is only if the crops are going directly to feeding people. Because like I said, I think in a previous answer, um growing crops to feed animals for us to just kill and then eat is incredibly not only cruel but also incredibly inefficient. That way people don't the people who need the 
the crops don't even get it. it i mean take a look at what's happening today there are entire nations that are growing crops just to export to the united states so that we can feed it to our cattle so that we can slaughter the cattle all while the people who are actually growing these crops in third world or developing nations their own children are going hungry so yes we need to focus more on growing more crops that go directly to the people to eat we need to eliminate the middleman of the animal yeah how fine i i don't know that the many countries are exporting their crops just to for money and just to feed the animals in usa slaughter oh yeah oh yeah yeah it it is it's it's an incredible it's an incredible crime against humanity i i mean when i went vegan it was it was mainly for um i went vegan for the animals but you know the more and more i've learned about it it's just there's there's nothing that shocks me anymore because i you hear about things like you know people are you hear about what happens in the factory farms then you hear about the treatment of the factory farm workers and then you hear about um you know the environmental devastation that's happening at some point you just stop being shocked um by by this news oh, that 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 was really something so uh, here's the next question ma'am uh as uh, we are facing less land population is growing and so the land is being cut forests are being cut to for the civilization so many billionaires uh, like elon musk uh, kimbal musk are trying to grow the farms uh, in underground city they i think they have launched the projects also uh, in cities to build the underground farms from the white rays or the light rays instead of sun so are the are those crops uh, are having same nutrition with what we grow in natural habitat so um i can't speak to that i don't know enough about i don't know enough about this to uh, have an opinion just yet but what i will what i will say is this if the if the underground habitats are you know identical in some way you know by some stroke of um chance i i don't see how it would be the same just because you know you if you don't have sunlight there's only so much you can recreate with artificial light or maybe that's you know maybe that's my own ignorance but um but if you are able to recreate that same habitat then i think that could be you know a good idea or a good um a good way to um increase sustainability um but like i said i i really just don't know enough about this yeah as as ma'am uh, the, the scenario is like uh, as more we are like let's talk about one acre uh, if we are getting x amount of uh, like pro- i don't say profit but uh, what i can say x amount of crops from one acre farm Mm-hmm. but uh, shifting to the underground farming or the vertical farming in the artificial way uh, yes. it's it's decreasing the uh, cost of uh, like growing crops and also the other other things like fertilizers gases uh, spoiling la- spoiling the agriculture lands because people farmers use the chemicals to uh, 
uh, chemicals to grow more crops. But during the underground farming or the vertical farming or the artificial farming, I think uh, they really impacting more to grow more crops and also grow more healthy crops because uh, in in artificial farming you can really control the weather or really control the atmosphere in which you mm-hmm. are growing the crop instead of the natural habitat where you don't have really control on that that's really cool yeah um yeah wow yeah i, I think that's why it's it's my opinion i think they are doing a great job like, but i i don't know the motive behind them if, if do, uh, do they are did they are doing really for money or the so ma'am uh next question i want to ask is uh many people eat some meat lots drink and all of that stuff so eating a lot of meat uh, does it affect your health in bad way yeah absolutely it does um so red meat has been it is classified by the world health organization if i'm if i'm not mistaken as a class 1 carcinogen a class 1 carcinogen is on the same classification as smoking cigarettes now if you let that sink in for just a few seconds then you'll realize that um that there's there's no reason that people should be you know eating red meat and and i say red meat because that's what they have classified you know specifically as red meat but i am you know staunchly against other other forms of meat as well um you know there are there when you eat chicken you you are eating you're literally eating antibiotics you're literally eating um um you're you're creating this like defense against you know modern medicine's uh greatest one of modern modern medicine's greatest achievements or innovations which which is the vaccine and which and which is antibiotics you're basically creating um a uh a resistance to that in your own body and you know that could that could very well fuel the next pandemic antibiotic resistance i really think that for the best uh the best chances to not have another you know covid-19 or worse type pandemic is to um eliminate all meat from um from our diets okay i just want to aware the audience who are listening to this if if you are thinking the eating meat is the only option to uh grow your muscles or to get proteins uh, there's a experience uh, or uh, there's a one experiment then in india that mm-hmm. uh, we all know the uh, lions they, they eat other animals so people think uh, that eat, uh, they get strong by uh, eating all other meat and all other animals but this experiment this experiment has done in india a uh, one lion from uh, his birth from its birth or his childhood they gave him all veggies and the milk and the astonishing results was the lion growth in the same way he has same power comparing to the other animals comparing to other lion who eat uh, meat and other animals in the jungle oh my gosh really that the real experiment has done had done in the uh, vrindavan mathura i am so excited by 
so i was so excited and like uh, yeah it, it can be <laughs> oh my gosh yeah wow i mean i i always believe that you know lion like you know big cats and um every, everything in that kingdom were natural carnivores but that's the, these are really interesting results um of 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 the study that you just mentioned yeah wow i i would have never thought so the uh, next question ma'am uh, what if money did not matters to you how would you spend your days huh if money didn't matter to me how would i spend my days hmm yeah i would want to spend my days um you know uh being of service to others like i i really want to help people achieve their their healthiest and their happiest goals so you know that's through cooking i love to cook i would cook all day if i could if if money wasn't a thing i would go and get all the ingredients to everything i ever wanted to make and and just constantly be cooking and just taking pictures and and writing recipes and sharing them with my audience to really help them um uh create like happier and healthier and just um better lifestyles that you know that are their goals if you could give one piece of advice to new vegans uh, what would it what would it be uh yeah so good question um i would suggest you to eat as much color as you can so i would suggest you to go to a farmers market or some local grocery store and try to buy one one piece of vegetable from every color so you know carrots for orange beetroot for red or red bell pepper or broccoli or spinach purple cabbage um try to find something in every color that you can um that's really the be- that's really how i began experimenting with um really beautiful food because the more beautiful the food is the more you want to you know engage with it the more you want to eat it so that's my advice is to um find stuff in as much different color as you can yeah that's very nice right uh, ma'am if you weren't you what would you be who you sorry, who who would you be if oh so who would i want to be if i weren't myself uh or uh, uh yeah huh interesting i don't know um maybe i'd want to have my own cooking channel on tv um i'm not really sure um i'm not really sure uh how to respond to that question because i i guess i've never really thought about well, what else i would be i mean i i am an engineer um <laughs> i th- that that is my day job um so i guess i'm also already... i'm also learning engineering ma'am how to disturb but i was learning engineering i mean finally i'm finally of my course oh cool yeah so i mean okay, i keep... i'm already doing a lot of things that i mean i'm already doing so many different things that i guess i haven't really had time to think about what i would do who i would want to be if i weren't myself yeah I know that I know that doesn't answer your question but uh I guess that's my answer. 
No, it's perfect. It's about you, man. Uh, I want to tell audience that one voice matters. But I want to uh, give an example of for a real kid, a teen. Uh, have you heard about, ma'am, Greta Thunberg? Greta Thunberg. Yeah, I don't Greta. Know. Yeah. Yeah. So this is the child who, who just uh, starts protesting for the uh, environmental changes and climate changes. She's just the one child who just uh, sitting on a road, and her voice is now. I think the world's voice because yeah. what she has done is really incredible. She just she she really starts and revolution what do you yeah absolutely she's she's such a she's such a role model and she and she's fearless and she doesn't um you know uh, people have given her awards and you you know what she has said she's like oh um i don't care about an award i don't want to be popular i just want to do what's right for for the earth and i think she's such an admirable person for that like you know, I, I feel like, you know, people like you or me would, you know, happily receive an award. But, you know, she says, I don't want this. I, I just want to do it out of the goodness of, you know, do it out of what is good for the earth. And, and that's she's um, she's really incredible. Yes, ma'am. I, I, I really like like she's just uh, like teen or 17 or 18, I, I, I guess. What she has done, it really amazed me. Like, if if one voice can raise can raise such a big revolution, you can do also. Your one effort can also matter. Uh, so, ma'am, now now in 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 great era, or I I say in today's today's time, there's a uh, two different groups in humans. One say, let's go to Mars, and they are really trying to go to Mars, and one say, let's make us better what's your opinion on sorry there's two groups of humans and one says let's go to mass uh, they, they are trying to uh, uh building community of humans or building uh, human revolution on there and one group is saying uh let's make us better where we are currently living so what's your opinion on this topic I'm not sure I I'm not sure I know slash understand where we're going with this. Uh, uh actually I uh like I want to ask uh, I just saw po- couple of an insta couple of day before an Instagram post there's a girl having a poster in hand uh, make, uh describing like uh, we are under nutrition. We don't get even uh, one meal per day. Uh, my family is uh, poor, uh, poor and uh, uh-huh. we don't have enough money to buy food. So stop putting all your money and efforts in going to Mars and building a new human uh, human community over there. But start making the earth better and start, uh, start like we like they want. I yeah, in that manner I want to I want you open. Should we focus on technology or going to Mars or should we make Earth better? Oh 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 I I I see what you're saying. Um, 
I, I didn't understand it before. Um, so I definitely do think that um, the two are in, in some ways intertwined, um, but that we should focus on the problem at hand first, which is, you know, a ton of people not having proper nutrition, um, um, undernourishment of, um, of, of the mass is, um, and in that, and one aspect of dealing with that problem is definitely advancing technology to, uh, that, that, that's one aspect of focusing on that problem, but simply focusing on technology in general and advancing that doesn't address, you know, without acknowledging or addressing the, the human um, starvation problem is wrong. So I think, yes, we need to address the human starvation problem first. And an aspect of that is definitely technology. But um, I definitely do think that human rights um, should, in an ideal world, supersede um, the latter. Yeah, that's fine. And because that's all for today. And I just want to say last thing, as Ellen DeGeneres says, let's be kind to one another and let's help each other. I want mm-hmm. to add something. Let's be kind to the nature. So let's be kind to the animals. Let's be because they have they also have right to live. They also, yeah. have, they also have their families and humans don't have any right to take their children to slaughter them for your own nutrition and to use for your own profit. So if one people out there or one listener can get an impact from this, can get a value from this, I'm most pumped person on the earth. So, yeah. 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 I'm glad you brought that up because we, we do all share this earth with not just each other, but, you know, with fellow humanity as well. So that's all the animals and all, um, sea life and everything and just because we don't understand how they communicate or understand how they live um, we should respect it as something that we just don't understand instead of um, assuming them to be inferior the reason for uh, factory farming today hey podcast so this is all for today I hope this episode will bring a ton of value to you. Please kindly check Ms. Janani Kumar's website whose link which I will make sure to mention in the description. And please leave your reviews. It means a lot to me. Keep listening, keep hustling. And as always, Ellen DeGeneres says, let's be kind to one another. Peace out.